Welcome to another episode of Better Why Podcast, your modern day Tia's kitchen table with a bit of cheesement and less yelling on most days. What's up, y'all? This is CEO. Hey, friends. This is Brenda, a.k.a. Babs. What's going on? What's happening? You know- so what's up, Brenda? What's new? Sorry, I was taking a sip of my drink. <clears throat> mm, libations um, yes, or water? Um, uh libations okay adult beverages if you will yeah (laughs) um so i mean it's been there's been a lot going on actually that like the past week or two uh i celebrated my anniversary yesterday two years oh happy anniversary boo you thank you so it was it was cool um because it was during the weekday we kind of just did dinner we did like a recreation of like our first date but stanford style you know, here. Okay, in Stanford style. <laughs> we're like, we're not traveling all the all the way back to Bridgeport on a Tuesday night. So that was cool. Uh, Kiyoshi surprised me with this beautiful bouquet of uh, sunflowers. Mm-hmm. And like, um, it was just a really cute arrangement. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was pretty much it yesterday. And I also got a really unexpected surprise in the mail about two days ago. Oh, did so- you? Yeah, so um, a friend from college, uh, oof, yeah, like we were friends, uh, I would say freshman and sophomore year. Junior year, we kept in touch, but I think that she went to study abroad, so we kind of lost touch um, at that point, and then she moved back to Alaska. But okay. recently, we've kind of been chatting on on, uh, on Instagram. So she hit me up the other day, and she's like, hey, I found a whole bunch of pictures of you from, like, freshman and sophomore year. Do you want me to send okay. you? I'm like, yeah, girl, please, send them to me. You know I love a good picture. So she sent them to me, and... I don't even remember half of these pictures and they but were in the all, mail yeah in the Simple mail in the mail okay. yeah because she printed them so they were not just like pictures like random pictures they were like photography style pictures like i'm gonna show i'll show you but she had like some black and white photos there was a couple of like uh polaroids okay um, like it was just like basically just capturing me doing random shit oh i want to see those It was just like really like she had a couple of me like really drunk, a couple of me dancing, (laughs) a couple of me just like chilling in front of the sun, a couple of me just going through my phone. And I'm just like, yo, that's so cool. Like because we live together, like she must have been snapping pictures of of all of us. Yeah. Just to get these pictures 10 years later and look at them. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I can only imagine. It's crazy. But yeah, that well, was a really cool surprise. And the envelope said uh, Alaska. So that was just kind of cool just to have an envelope that said it came from Alaska. I was like, <laughs> this is kind of dope. I'm probably never going to Alaska, but at least I have a piece of Alaska with me. You'd never go visit? Um, We're not that close. I would say I like I, you know, the people that you stay in contact throughout the years and you randomly talk maybe every couple months. Mm-hmm. Um but you don't really ever see each other. I don't know if that makes any sense. That's kind of like our friendship. Um, yeah. I, okay. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, the other, other thing too is that Alaska is like, has very minimal sun. So I like the sun. I like the warmth. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I don't know. I, I would have to think about it. That's fair. Yeah. 
But uh, other than that, you know, just been planning vacays, as you know. Okay, vacation. You know, trying to go to uh, Mexico next year in the summer and obviously Thailand in the fall. Thailand flights are expensive as fuck, but like the actual like lodging and everything else is like really affordable. But you know what? I'm just ready to get these stamps in my passport if I'm being real. Like I have. I okay, like, with the stamps. You know, because I feel like. I just haven't traveled and obviously for, for, for reasons um, that I've discussed in previous episodes, but I'm just ready to travel. You know what I mean? Like in, in, and visit all these like beautiful, outstanding, 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 outstanding. I mean, I've been thinking of the word outstanding because people be uh, submitting things late so much that that's just the first word that came to my mind. But um, yeah, so I'm hyped. What about you? What's what's been popping in CO land? I'm so corny, you. <laughs> but yeah, what's been going on? In CO land. Well, you know, do you think that could make it to a, be a board game? You know, Candyland, CO land. Girl, everybody's coming out with board in the games nowadays. They're always there's always a new one popping up on my Instagram feed. So you should definitely look into that. That's interesting. I haven't had any pop up on my feed. I didn't even know that that was a thing. I love game nights, though. You know that. No, yeah. Actually, one of the icebreakers at work today was if you can choose, if you were going to have a game night and you can choose any game to bring with you, what game would it be? Mm. Mine was Taboo. Oh, Taboo was fun. I also really enjoy, um, I think, I don't remember what the name of the, the, the game is. I think it's called Girls' Night where it's essentially like a card game where there's like a whole bunch of different prompts. So there's like truth or dare. Uh, there's uh, also like, like who's more likely to whole bunch of things just to make it like, it was, it was just fun. I, I, we, uh, we used it last year when we went to, uh, to that beach house and it was lit. Is it the, uh, is it a black box? And then the girls night is in pink neon, like yes. pink. Okay. Yes. I saw that today. I went to Walmart and saw it. It's really um, I had a great time with it. I actually didn't think it would be good, but I'm glad to know. I'm glad it got good ratings. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, well, I mean, as far as what's new, I mean, real life shit, the realest shit in my, in my life happening right now is that my grandmother, she doesn't have any AIDS. Well, her AIDS are on vacation and the Spanish-speaking mm. AIDS are not available. Mm. So... I'm bringing my grandmother to Connecticut for two weeks so that I can take care of her. And I'm so excited. That's the smartest thing. I remember you and me talking about it. So that is so smart. How did you feel about it? Well, I haven't talked to her yet about it. I'm going to go there this weekend. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually going there on Friday for a bit. And then um, I'm going to stay with her Saturday all day. I'm going to come back for Sunday, Liquid Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go back again on Tuesday and stay there for the week. And then on the 15th, I'm going to bring her back. Mm. But I think that actually makes a lot of sense. I'll see you. Yeah, I mean, it'll be easier for me. Uh, more, More importantly, the reason why I'm doing this is because, so I guess the other biggest thing is that I got the program manager job at my job. Yes, make it rain and clear it out. Love that for you. That's amazing, CO. When do you start? So, so here's the thing. So I accepted. She called me on Monday. I accepted on Tuesday. Now we're gonna we're kind of have to just 
work with my program to transit to have a smooth transition out. So I don't have an official start date. I may have more information by the end of the week, early next week. But one of the reasons why I couldn't, like ideally, if I was in my role, maybe I could have pulled off working from home all those days, like and just staying in New York. But with the new job, you know, I there's probably going to be times where I have to be in clinic, you know? So mm-hmm. at least if I need to step out, Natalie's still working from home and she can stay with my grandmother for a little bit if I need her to. So it's a good, you know, like I have more of a support system here than in New York versus like one, I'm far away from home. Well, far mm-hmm. away from work. And two, my grand, my mom would be working. That would be the reason why I'm going there is because no one could take care of us. So essentially I asked my mom if she was fine with, with my grand, me bringing my grandmother here. And she was, so I'll just work from home. And then if I need to go into the clinic, I can. And if I don't need to go into the clinic, you know, I'll just get plan to stay at home and work from home and take care of her for till the end of August. So I'm excited for that. And that's going to be nice. You're going to be um, in your own space while but yeah. to look out for her, which is really cool. It's dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like everybody has a little bit of a vacation because mm-hmm. the aides are on vacation. My grandmother will be away from home. And she, since COVID, we haven't had her outside the first time she went outside was over a year and that was probably within the last two months so it would be nice for her to come to Connecticut get some different air come outside you know of course still safely but um you know she'll be able to kind of enjoy a new scenery my mom will have some time for herself and you know the aides are on vacation so everybody kind of gets a vacation so I'm happy for that that's dope well Here's to uh, grandma coming to Connecticut. Salud. Salud. Okay, so that is a great point to move on to our No Me Diga segment, which is shit in the news. So (laughs) it's funny because when I was uh, choosing this, I was like, shit, we're going to sound like fucking CNN or something. Because it literally like reads like a news (laughs) article. The Mexican government sues U.S. gun manufacturers, alleging that it contributes to illegal gun trafficking in Mexico. But that is literally what it is. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit of the article. <laughs> I thought that the- <laughs> there's a reason why I chose this. I promise, <clears throat> because I think that it it really triggered a thought process in my mind. So I'm going to read the article, a piece of the article. All right. <clears throat> So we'll jump right into reading a little excerpt from this, uh, this article by actually the New York Times. So we'll see. All right. For years, Mexican officials have complained that lax U.S. gun control was responsible for devastating bloodshed in Mexico. On Wednesday, they moved their campaign into American courts, filing a lawsuit against 10 gun companies. The lawsuit filed in federal courts in Massachusetts was the first time that a national government has sued gun makers in the United States, officials said. 
The suit accuses the companies of actively facilitating the flow of weapons to powerful drug cartels and fueling a traffic in which 70% of guns traced in Mexico are found to have come from the United States. For decades, the government and its citizens have been victimized by a deadly flood of military style and other particularly lethal guns that flow from the U.S. across the border. The lawsuit reads, the flood of weaponry is the foreseeable result of the defendant's deliberate actions and business practices. The government cited as an example three guns made by Colt that appear to directly target a Mexican audience with Spanish nicknames and themes that resonate in Mexico. One of them, a special edition 38 pistol, is engraved with the face of the Mexican revolutionary hero Emiliano Zapata and a quote that has been attributed to him. It is better to die standing than to live on your knees. So... When I was looking for for something to to put for this segment, this came across, and it's like I think it's a little unconventional from what we typically discuss, but it did trigger like uh, conflicting thoughts in my head, right? So it made me question the intent of the Mexican government, and it also made me think back to. Um, the i guess the real root of the the stabilization of mexico along with other latin american countries so i think it's interesting that mexico is suing the private companies rather than actually going after the us i don't know exactly how that would even function because mexico going uh, uh we've seen obviously that there is a serious like power dynamic between mexico and the us so i don't even know how that would work but I think it's interesting that in the article that according to the lawsuit that the the Mexico says that it's the you these private companies that caused the the violence and corruption and destabilization when really if you look back at historical context is the war on drugs that was started by Nixon and and in the in the 1970s and this this also that's why i question the intention of the lawsuit like is it just to get money like i don't know i mean i, I think that my my thought my thoughts are still brewing but i really think that it's important to to recognize that the the really the true cause of uh the two the true causes of uh what is now occurring in mexico you know we've if we think about it it's like any time that you have tried to that uh, the U.S. or um, any country has tried to make some something illegal that people want, rather than addressing it from a restorative lens, the result has always been violence. Honestly, um, think even thinking back, like if let's say we're talking about the U.S., right? Prohibition in the 1930s. What happened? That's when there was a slew of violence. The mafia really became something different. Um, and it wasn't until alcohol was regulated and approached in, I don't want to say restorative because the U.S. is a very punitive system, but approached differently, um, that's when some of the violence started to subside. So I'm just like, I'm like questioning, right? It's like, what is the real reason why Mexico is going after these uh, firearm manufacturers with and framing the argument 
as them being responsible for the destabilization of the U.S. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, y'all look into it. I mean, let, let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, so whatever. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I guess we could leave it at that. Um, But, I mean, do you have any thoughts as to what it could be? Like, if not... I don't know. The honestly. genuine intent. I I mean, what is the intention, right? Is the question. Right. I guess that that's 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 the question. So I think that it could also um I don't know, it could also be um like a strategy to try to get folks to think that the Mexican government is actually um trying to change or make changes like genuine change you know so it's that's what i was thinking right it's more like oh look at us we are taking on the u.s and you know we are fighting for the community and trying to make a difference in mexico when it's like all right my man's like is that really what you're trying to do though yeah is that what you're trying to do all right y'all so we're gonna jump right into our pero why for this week so y'all know we like to seesaw between heavy topics and light topics. Sprinkle a little levity in there because, hello, balance. So today, our pedal why is more of a pedal what has been the experience. Dating during COVID and now that the streets are mostly open and they've been calling everybody's name. So to talk about this today, we have three very special guests. They're friends of the podcast. That sounds weird. They're friends of me and CO. So we have <laughs> Mac, Senya, and Nani. What's going on, y'all? Welcome. Hey. 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 I mean, y'all are the podcast, so we're friends with the podcast. Yeah, we, we with the crew. Right. We with the crew. Exactly. We in the VIP. You get the backstage so. passes. You get the backstage passes. Exactly. For free. For free. Yes, for free. For right. free. All right, so before we even jump into like the actual combo, we're gonna do a little couple icebreakers. So we're gonna start with Nani. You remember this? The remember oh, okay. when? So we're gonna go around and essentially, we're gonna let y'all talk about a time or some sort of experience between uh, you and somebody else in this proverbial room, this virtual space. So, Senya, you wanna go first? On a spot. On a spot. spot. So, you know, I thought long and hard about the memory that I was gonna talk about. And it always, 10 years later, I always think about how Brenda was the president of one of our clubs on campus. And I was a member of this club. Yes. <laughs> and I remember I won member of the year, right? You know, I was mad hype. Okay. I was like I'm going to all the meetings, supporting all the events. And she announced me at the at the meeting one day and I was like, wow, it's lit. And she was like, you know, you're gonna get a gift card, right? <laughs> I ain't never get the gift card. I'm for the money for the gift card. Blame the financial office. Oh uh, no, the financial, financial office. Frago, actually. Ooh, maybe Ooh. I should make <laughs> Where them where them resources at? Lack of resources. Right. No Listen, funds. They can do like the 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 POC orgs, so I was like, wow, that's crazy. I was waiting all these years. I'm still waiting. So I always remember that memory. Because yeah. that was before me and Brenda were cool because I would have told her, like, hello, oh, where's wow, my guest wow, card? Wow. Hello. <laughs> her well, you know, I'm going to take you out to dinner to make up for that. I think I think that, you know. After, after, years, years. after, after 10 years, you know, anniversary type of. 10 year Annie, yeah. There you go. That's it. 
<laughs> That's funny. Nice. Wait, can I know how much was the gift card supposed to be for? <laughs> I, think like Honestly, I don't know, but back then I was a broke freshman, so it would have gone. <laughs> I long hear you, way. sis. I hear you, sis. That's <laughs> real. <laughs> Who's next? I got a, a favorite of mine for Brenda too. Oh shit, me? Why me? Um, because <laughs> I like about this. I think about this often. <laughs> so before she goes to bed at night. actually yes before it's actually very significant to before going to bed so I remember when um you know I moved back to New York you know after we graduated but I like to visit Connecticut to see my people see my friends you know it was always a good time when we got together some you know a good time sometimes too much fun one of those times so Brenda had a very convenient location. So of course we stayed with Brenda. It was great to stay there, local to everything. You know, Brenda puts us to bed, <clears throat> leaves, goes back to her room. Some of us are cold. I'm like, all right, it's sleep time. No covers, <laughs> no pillow. And then I'm like, I smell something. Oh God. <laughs> Brenda, uh-uh. Brenda left the oven on so she was about to you know she was about to take us all out while we're all trying to have a little slumber party a little sleepover and burn the house down and with no blankets take take, with no blankets and then she comes back down and she's like oh my god i forgot to turn the oven off (laughs) didn't she realize it the day next day no, no, she came back downstairs. Oh, that was a different time. I feel like she's done this. Wow, that was a different time. Yeah, I think so. The globe was really offense. I actually have <laughs> a couple pillows, a couple extra comforters, and extra sheets for y'all now. So come Thank on. You. So those were the old days. We were all kind of going through different things. So I understand you. Like I, I kind of get that. I was just happy to have a place to stay after I had out. <laughs> and I have to drive. Happy to be here. Right. Didn't have to drive. Where'd y'all go that night? Honestly, <laughs> I don't remember. Some I really don't remember. party, I think. I, think I don't think it was Van Dome because I kind of remember how we were dressed and it wasn't like uh, Van Dome-ish. We were also with some Van Dome not goers, so. Um, <laughs> underage people. Let, 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 yeah. Probably, yeah. Right, that's, that's I know y'all want to say that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> on the show, on the show. On the show. <laughs> what about you, Mac? Um... Hmm, well, so many memories. I right. uh, okay. I remember when maybe I don't. I, I was home for some reason. I wasn't staying like in West Haven anymore. And so Nani had a birthday party, right? So she invited me. So I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna come through." I was like, "But yo, Nani, you know, I don't live there no more. So can I please, you know, stay the night with you, and then and then I'll leave with you in the morning. We can all go." And she was like, "Yeah." Just let me know you outside. I'm going to be up all night, promise you. And I'm going to get the door as soon as you're there, right? So I drive the two and a half hours that it takes me through the traffic to get down there, right? It's not even late. It's like 11.30. Calling Nani, nobody answers. Oh, my God. Calling Nani again. <laughs> nobody answers. I was like, wow, she told me that she was going to stay up the whole night. And she's like, <laughs> the whole night. And she, died, and she not doing it. Nani. Luckily, she had a roommate. At that time, it was just Senya, right? So I called Senya like, listen, I'm starting to bother you. I don't even know if you're home. Busy. I'm stranded outside your apartment right now. Can you get the door for me, right? 
Destiny gets the door. First of all, sis is all comfy in her bed. Now I'm right. just rubbing her life right now. Or whatever, I get inside, knock out on the couch. You know, the next morning, Nani has the nerve to be surprised that I'm on the couch. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> where is the one here? How did you get in here? I'm a tizzy. <laughs> Welcome! Nani. Oh, you were coming. <laughs> Yo, and then Nani woke up at like at 10 a.m. to go to the liquor store. It came back in five minutes because it was closed. I said, maybe wow. we should leave. That's oh, funny. Wow. That honestly, I remember that. I that's how I really was surprised when I opened my door and she was there. I was like, oh wow, I did fall asleep. <laughs> that's crazy, Nani. That's crazy. Damn. Wow. Shout out to Senya for being the GOAT. Gotcha. Shout out to Senya. Shout out to Senya. Shout out to if not, you would have been still out, still out there. Still there. Still out there. You would have been ready for the next day, honestly. <laughs> no, honestly, what would you have done if I didn't answer? Where were you going to go sleep in your car? I was chilling Bartels or something. I don't know what I was. I don't know what <laughs> I was going to do. The beef sack. <laughs> not Bartels. I can't. I can't. All right. So we're actually going to do one more icebreaker. It's going to be my, this one's going to be quick. It's going to be most likely two. All right, and y'all can say it at the same time. Anybody in here, right? Yeah. Actually, we can participate too, CL. You ready? Sure. Okay. Most likely to go on three dates in one day. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. What? Definitely. Wow. Mm, yeah, Mackenzie. They don't call her Mac Daddy for no reason. Yay. Right, right, right. Hey. right. You know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibes. You know the vibes, and she's so smooth with it too. She's like, you know, the, you know, right? I mean, you know what it is. like that. You know, take, you know take one out to brunch, bring one over for a little afternoon snack. That's not a mad snack. A little the snack. Innuendo was there. <laughs> not even gonna lie. All right. Most likely to get into an argument on the first date. Nani. Brenda. Nani. 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 Oh wow, Brenda. <laughs> I feel I like, like we both be like I would definitely do something like that. But definitely not. Yeah. Like, why you order that? Like, it's you probably be some social justice shit. Like, you? Yeah. I think it's Racist. some, yeah, exactly. Sexist. Like, I feel like that's, yes. Yeah. And I, I feel like there's a very high chance for you to come across somebody who's. Facts. Especially because. Not like you. <laughs> I date men, so let's be real. Mm. Uh, okay, well, I'm dating just one, so let, let me just make that clear. Right <laughs> <laughs> hey, clear the air. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, let's clear the air. <laughs> Most likely to date an ex again. Mackenzie. Senya. No, I was going to say myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Mac was like, why you call me out? Right. You got, you got some inside scoop we don't know? No. most likely to cancel a date the day of nani nani yeah yep i agree supposed to be there at 7 30 i'm still sitting on the house in pajamas she's still deciding at 6 p.m right she she really want to go or not no nani's getting off the phone makes the plans wakes up and is like no i don't want to go yep that's yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. That's true. She'll be like, "Why did I make these plans?" Right. And I'll hit up everybody this. in a group chat. Like, "Oh my god, I don't want to go." <laughs> and then have don't a great time after. That's Facts. exactly. Facts. Okay. Most likely to offer to pay and mean it. 
I think Brenda. Brenda. Yeah, Brenda. <laughs> I think Theo. Oh. I got you, boo. So humanitarian. Oh, true Inner. story. True story. True story. All right. So let's get right to it then. Uh, we're going to jump into like the questions to try to uh, talk a little bit about the pero why. So the first one is going to be, what are each of you looking for? What have you been getting? So essentially we're going to be doing a what I asked for versus what I got dating edition. <laughs> That's funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who wants to go first? hard all right what was the questions again what what you're looking for versus versus what you're getting so basically what i asked for versus what i got interesting interesting. so are we talking like physical appearance or like just overall overall experience in dating and what Mm. you're looking for what you want but what you've been getting from the people you've been dating and if it if you have been getting what you've been asking for, then that's fantastic. But if not, then let's let's. let's I feel like it varies. Yeah. <clears throat> like what I want is always going to be kind of constant, right? So it's, mm. I'm always going to be looking for the same kind of person. I think. Um, so I want somebody who's like funny, like they're settled, they have their stuff together. And when I say have your stuff together, I just mean like. I hope you have a job that you go to or whatever your grind is. Like it doesn't have to be a nine to five job. It just has to be something that you're working on, something you're dedicated to, you're passionate about. Like you get up in the morning with a purpose, right? Um, someone who is family oriented, you know, like they have their loved ones in their life that they care about. I think that that tells you a lot about someone, how they treat the people around them that they, you know, really care about. Um, I feel like my list is not really that long. It's just down to earth person who's settled, who is honest, who is consistent. And that's pretty much it. Um, and who likes to chat because I love to talk. I feel important. Right. And I, I, I feel like I don't like, I, I don't like slow or like small talk that even when I'm first meeting someone like I don't want to know about the the fluffy stuff like I want to know about the substantial things like I want to actually know who you are and I don't I need to know what I'm getting myself into I feel that what I've been getting when I was dating I feel like I kind of turned it off for a little bit is exactly the opposite it's like the people who give you the representative at first like you know the 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 representative the person you are in the interview they're giving me interview vibes and then like shortly after I'm starting to realize (laughs) that's not actually who you are right like you you talk about how you're this upstanding person like you're up front you're straightforward you have no problem then you're not responding you're not consistent you say you want to make plans but you don't so that's that's kind of what I've been running into. And I feel like it's always the same kind of person. It's also, you know, the flags. The flags, sometimes they wave. And I think it's a red flag. And I, I think it could turn pink or it's a carnival. I don't know. But I, I <laughs> can't ignore this. I'm dead. The carnival. One day and then... <laughs> Colorblind one day. Black and white. Like the other. Exactly. Like, like the background. 
Like that don't look red. That don't look red. That's like it's more a like a off. shade of like baby yeah. pink, though. Like a baby. It might change. It might change. That's valid though. We we do be ignoring the signs sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Trying to get better at that, you know. Trying to just be like, okay, no. I saw that. I didn't like it. Keep it moving. Yeah. Boundaries are hard though, especially with people you don't know. It's like you gotta right. practice that shit because it's hard. Right. It is. I'm trying to work on not coming off like too rushed, like, okay, I just met this person. Maybe mm. I don't need to be already saying don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so also knowing when to when to do the boundaries, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's valid. I think that's a fact. Um that's definitely valid what you said. I think what I look for. I don't know if I really look for something specific. Um, just because when you come across so many different people, you may not know, you may be introduced to something that you didn't know that you like, or something that you wasn't feeling on somebody else could be cool on this person. So I'm always kind of like open to, um, you know, different personalities and all like that. Um, but me, I like to talk as well. So I like to FaceTime, I like to talk on the phone. Like I just don't want to text you all day. Apparently, people don't like to do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, really and like I'm just like, especially if I'm like meeting somebody not in person, like I mean, like from G or, or whatever type of app and stuff. It's like, well, how am I supposed to get to know you just like through this texting thing? Right. So if I'm like, oh, can we FaceTime? And you either making excuses or like you just want to FaceTime for like a couple minutes. I'm like, okay, well, what, well, like, what do you want? Like, what am I supposed to talk to you about type of thing or whatever like I feel like the people that I come across are just like oh when are we gonna go on a date like I'm not taking you on a date until I know that I like you which requires a conversation so wait so you don't want you you don't want someone who's like okay wait I won't pick up the FaceTime or I won't talk but I want to see you in person you don't want to do that yet um if I haven't met you first like if I'm meeting somebody just over social media and I'd like to know that we have, we would have something to talk about, like that we have good conversation without just being in person. Like mm. if I just go on a date with you first, which is fine, I'm open to that. But when we have all these other things available, like a phone call and a FaceTime and majority of the time we inside, cause a lot of us is working from home. Like, can I see if I have a good conversation with you first before I go and pay a whole date? Like <laughs> you be paying Mackenzie? That's crazy. Because you be whining and dining. So that just so y'all know, I use my gift cards. I use my gift cards. Not the gift card. I'm the opposite. Like, I don't want you calling me or FaceTiming me unless um, we had a plan. Like, don't just out of the blue call me, especially don't FaceTime me because half the time I'm probably not ready to you know I'm friendly with people all day I don't want to put on a smile after hours so like we need to like plan it but I kind of understand what you're saying like if you've never met them just to make sure that you know the vibe is there so they're not shady yeah I mean they could still be shady afterwards true true right right. (laughs) pretty much I'm trying to figure out how if you're worth all these coins that I'm about to drop on this dinner it's like the deposit. She's paying the deposit on the dinner <laughs> with the FaceTime call. I like that though. That's kind of a good like uh, analogy though. Kudos see you on that. Well, talking about what we want, 
how comfortable are y'all asking for what you want? How comfortable are mm-hmm. you guys asking for what you want? Do you just be going with the flow or do y'all actually vocalize? This is what I'm looking for. I feel like that's something I'm working on. Like, I feel like in my past encounters, I wouldn't say relationships, but I haven't been in a relationship in a very long time. Um, but people that I've started talking to, like, I feel like I've always settled for what they kind of give me at the time. Like, okay, they call me, they take me out. Like, you know, they seem like they're, you know, checking everything off or just like following up with me. And I was so, I've been so like, okay with it and like passive about just like being okay with the mediocre. Um, and then like, I just one day realized like, if I first realizing what I want in a relationship, like making a list, honestly, of like what it is that I'm looking for. And then when that person, another person comes into my life that wants to date me or wants to talk, like honestly, just letting them know from the start, like what it is that I'm looking for. Like, if I'm not happy with the way they're communicating, letting them know that, like, and it doesn't have to come off aggressive. It could just come off as like, Hey, listen, like in the past I've done this, but now I'm kind of wanting this. Like, I feel like I'm at that age where, or maybe something's just like trick, like something's turned on in my head that I'm like, okay, I need to stop settling or stop being okay with mediocre stuff that's mediocre to me mm-hmm. and start asking for what it is that I really want or what I'm looking for that's going to be long-term or like of substance. I love that. You know, what's funny? Like, I feel like when I got to that point of asking people for exactly what I need or what I wanted, I went through like phases, right? Where I was just like really aggressive about it. And then I'm like, all right, I found my flow, right? Where I, I think Nani mentioned this, like knowing, like knowing when to set a boundary and knowing when, all right, bitch, you're being too much. (laughs) I don't want to say you're being too much, but like you're, you're, you're blocking yourself, right? You're not, you're not being understanding of certain situations. Like, Mm -hmm. but again, also being able to say, you know what? No, this is a hard no. I'm going to set this boundary and I'm going to let them know that this is what I want because this is non-negotiable for me. Right. So I remember one time, like, just being a little too aggressive when someone like, and the thing is when I look back, it wasn't necessarily aggressive. I think it was just the way I came off. Like someone said that they were potentially, they didn't say they were going to, they said that possibly they might meet me for, for uh, something that I was going to do. Right. And they never contacted me, never showed up. Right. So I essentially said, listen, if this, if uh, you, if you say that you're going to, if you say that you're going to be somewhere, I need to know if you're going to be there or not. Like, I think that that's just respectful of my time. So I think that the, what I was asking for was fair. It was just the way that I said it, I think was a little bit harsh, but that also told me that this person, this person never responded. So it's also told me that this probably was never going to go anywhere because if we can't have a real conversation, like something like this, even if you told me like, yo, like, you know, you, even though I understand where you're coming from, like I never committed to actually meeting with you. Okay, fine. That's a conversation. But I knew right then and there that it was like, all right, this is not going to go anywhere. And then I met someone when I kind of learned how to communicate a little bit to be more and more intentional with the way I was communicating that I told them what I was looking for and what I was not willing to do. And they were willing to talk and have a conversation about it and also 
be able to communicate their boundaries to me and what it is that they were looking for. And if I wasn't on board with that, great. And same thing, vice versa with him. So I love that. I think that what you both said actually resonates with me. Like, I feel like I've also done the same thing that Senya kind of mentioned, like for a very long time, just kind of accepting what people would give me. Like, even if I knew that this is not exactly what I want. I know that this is not what I deserve. I know that this is not heading in the right direction, but I'm still getting attention. And I think that's what it is. It's like, you're going to give me some parts of what I want, but you're not giving me everything, but I'm just going to take what I can get. And I've done that for a very, very long time. And I think it, it took me to the point of just I think where I am now is basically like what it took for me. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm a mom now. I have a little person to take care of. I am not someone who wants to waste time. I'm not about the bullshit. Like you're either here or you're not. Um, And if you're not, that's cool. If you are, we just need to be on the same page. But sometimes I feel like it takes, and, and it shouldn't be for everyone. Like there's obviously signs and red flags and stuff, but like sometimes it takes something drastic for you to understand that you are worth so much more than what you've been accepting. Um, And I think that that's kind of my story. I feel like also like Brenda, I think now I'm in a space of, (laughs) I haven't reached the place of knowing the medium because Mm -hmm. now I see one thing and I'm like, oh wait, no, hold up motherfucker. Let me tell you about yourself because (laughs) you're not gonna do that to me. But I also think that's not the way mm-hmm. that that could scare people off. But also it's like, okay, if you're scared, then go. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm still, I'm still trying to learn to be a little bit more happy medium. That's valid. Honestly, on my end, I just did it if I'm not feeling the vibe. Like I really don't like to, to talk too many things out. Um, just if I'm in a relationship, I'll probably talk it out. But if I'm just talking to somebody, I like talking heavy, like, and you're giving me signs that I'm not really feeling, then I'm just going to assume that we're not supposed to be together. And that's just is what it is. Um, like one time I was talking to someone and she only wanted to talk to me like two times a week because she was busy. I'm not about to sit down and talk with you like, oh, yeah, I like to talk more often than that. Okay, you busy. I'll catch you another time. Um, but I feel like when you're in a relationship, and you all have kind of committed to working to make each other happy and making the relationship work and compromising, then that's a conversation I would have. But in regular, like just going around dating, it's just seeing if you want a future with someone and if the characteristics that they're not, that they're showing you are not what you see in the long term, then I think it just is what it is. But I have a question. I got a question for me. I have a question too. You go first. All right. Mackenzie, you're giving me ghosting vibes, and I just wanna—I just wanna confirm that's not what you're saying. Take your time. Ghosting vibe? No, not ghosting vibes. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell okay. you why, but I'm not gonna work. I'm not gonna work on it. Like, I'm not gonna try to convince you to do something that you want to do. Like, I'll say, you know, I don't think that this is working. You obviously like to do this thing. This is what I prefer. Okay, so. Just like a clear conversation, like, hey, this is not what I'm looking for. Good luck. Yeah, and because I'm I don't I don't feel like I'm I don't want to change anybody, especially if we're just dating. Like we're just seeing if we if we match and if we match and if we don't, then that's cool too. We can either be friends or not, and that's the end. But maybe 
um, if you ask for it, they might be willing to give it to you. Maybe there, it could be, but I guess it's, it's like finding, recognizing if you want something with the person or not. And if you do being willing to have the conversation to say, Hey, this is what I need. Are you willing to give me that? And if not, I mean, you don't got to say it all formal like that. I feel like I'm like a Dr. Phil show. Um, but <clears throat> you can just <laughs> like, just saying like, Hey, like, I would like to talk to you more often. Like if that's not, and then basically seeing what the person's response is. And if they're willing to say, Hey, I'm going to try to, to do that more then would you not be willing to have that type of combo? I think I do that without asking so formally. Um, like I'll say, Yo, are you busy at 10 p.m. later tonight? Do you want to watch a movie together? Or um, you're on your lunch break. Can I call you? Like, So I'm not going to have that direct conversation. Like, I want to talk to you more. I'm just going to ask a couple more times. Can I get some of your time? That's valid. Okay, make an effort. Or something like I that. Get that. that. I get be that. Like, all right, well, never mind. Like, so like clearly, <clears throat> clearly stating I'm interested in yep. talking to you more. Right, talking, right. Yeah, and you're not, I'm, which makes me think you're not with the vibes. So. Valid, valid. I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So sense. do y'all feel right now that e- that you are dating or meeting people with the, with the idea that you're looking, you can you're considering whether they are someone you can live your future with versus are y'all just dating to chill? I'm done chilling. Yeah, I've done that already. <laughs> All right, so y'all all ready to settle down. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie got the big smile. She's like, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to date seriously. Mackenzie, I got the ring already. <laughs> seriously. She's like, I don't know. I don't know about like stopping the chilling, but I'm ready to date seriously. You know what I mean? Okay, I feel that. So, are y'all? I mean, y'all don't have to answer if y'all don't want to. But whoever is willing to answer, are you guys currently dating or have like someone exclusively? I am not dating. I am like a serial um, download and delete of all my like dating apps and they are currently on delete right now. So that's okay. where I'm at. I feel like I'm actively seeking someone to date. Like I feel like at, at one point I was like, I'm just gonna let it happen. But like in my head, I'm like, how am I gonna let it happen? Like I don't go anywhere. Like no one's gonna just come knocking on my door. He's gonna rob. He's gonna rob you. Right. Come through your window. Like Nani. Nani wanted them to just drop in. <laughs> yeah, dead ass. <laughs> drop into the roof. Okay. Exactly. I'm the one. Oh, thank God you're here. Waiting <laughs> <laughs> for you. It only, you it only be Santa. It only be Santa coming down the chimney, sis. Right. <laughs> you're gonna have to fight with Mrs. Claus. Yeah, so I, I realized that I need to start either when I'm out, like look and maybe approach. And I, that's never been my thing, like to go up to someone. But I feel like I need to start maybe doing that and like just see where it goes. And if nothing comes from it, then nothing comes from it. But whatever. Or like if I see someone on Instagram that I think is kind of cute, you know, maybe a slide in their DMs. I mean, okay. I'm actively seeking your shot. Yeah, and also dating can be fun too i think that like sometimes like people the, the when we 
there's always going to be like the bad experiences but i think that dating can just be fun in general in terms of like all right i'm having fun at this date i'm probably not going to go on another date with this person but this was fun and i'm gonna have another date tomorrow yeah but <laughs> someone else and you, definitely, <laughs> you definitely was uh shooting your shot this uh past sunday i saw you even though oh, it was wow. i remember everything oh wow i'd love to hear about it shorty got eyes you know but like that's a good example because we're at a bar okay so like, yeah let's hear you know, the story i'm always scoping the scene wherever i go if i'm at the grocery store if i'm on the train mm-hmm. I'm going to sit next to the guy over there in the corner. I'm going to pretend to drop my Metro card down to see if he picks it up kind of thing, you know? You know those are hard to pick up, by the way. Right. (laughs) Yo, dead ass. (laughs) Mackenzie, Mackenzie. That guy going to be down there for two minutes trying to grab it. Yo, and then you've done bent the card, the the card flipped. I forget it. I got a new one. Exactly. Get it, forget it, forget it. Um, but yeah, so I, we're at a bar and I scoped out the scene and I was like, you know, there's potential here more than one. So there I grabbed my fellow, things. yeah, there was a few. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed my fellow single friend and I was like, let's go sit at the bar and see what we can make from the situation. And I don't know how it happened, but I saw an opportunity. So I went up to, I don't know, I honestly don't even remember how the conversation started. You I don't remember, remember now. You well, no, I just them. remember we started talking about like our schools that we went to, like colleges, and I made a remark, and then that's how the conversation just happened. <laughs> did you guys number? I did. Yes. Okay. Number. Well, we we have been communicating. Okay. You. Wait, where were y'all on Sunday? I love where that. Where were y'all? y'all? What, what bar? Why, why, why does her name have to be Because <laughs> she's about to go. Because <laughs> I'm trying to find out where's, you know, places to go out. We'll drop you the link. All right, cool. Drop uh, in private. She's top secret. In private. Top secret. All right. We don't need nobody else catching fish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At my pond. <laughs> the pond a fish is like the very is a very good word to use right now plenty of fish hello that that concept clearly is isn't that an app that's an app that is that is an app i never will never go back on there ever again i mean you know hopefully i don't need to but i will never that is so overwhelming like it, it really is. That's, that's definitely like the app that i download and delete in five minutes that is so overwhelming. It's like literally, oh, you, you be looking at people and they know that you looked at their profile, so now they're sending you messages. Yeah. Like, bro, I never said I was interested. Oh, <laughs> yeah, now you have 20 messages. It's only been like two hours. I'm like, nah, I'm deleting this shit. No, they do. You're popular, fast. Brenda. Right. Brenda's well, mad popular. She's like, there. all right, I got a fucking get this fish new. off of me. Oh my Nani God. Nani had like, Nani had like 100, girl, so. No, it really is. It really is like an overwhelming website. I would recommend anything other than that. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a hinge kind of girl. I like hinge. Hinge is good. Tinder was actually, well, that's where I met Kiyoshi. So Tinder was actually wow. successful for me as okay. well. There is okay, Tinder. Tinder. 
But what about you, Matt? What was the question again? <laughs> oh, CO, can you ask it? I don't remember. Yeah, sidetrack. Our, um, the question was, what was the question? Are you actively, <laughs> or no, are you, are you actively um, dating or seeking, right? Essentially, or not. If you feel comfortable answering. If not, you don't got to answer it. Yeah, you don't have to answer. It's a deflect. She heard you. Shut up. She heard you. (laughs) That's not the question started from. Wow, you heard us. That's crazy. Nah, um, yeah, I'm feeling feeling somebody. Um, But I I was actively dating, but it was just awful. Don't just talk about that. It's awful. That's what I hear. Damn, that's crazy. You're so smooth. Something like I can imagine like dating Mac and just like not knowing though, because she's so smooth with it that like it's like, all right, I don't even know if this girl likes me or not. Like you're too smooth sometimes. Just gotta put yes. the trust in it. Gotta trust the process. Gotta oh, see it through. Trust the process really. Gotta see it through. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Take notes. Okay, okay you taking notes? Taking notes. notes. <laughs> so uh, talking about answering questions. Uh, voluntarily, you know, we couldn't wrap it up without some cheese, man. Okay. I mean, this is the proverbial Tia's kitchen table. So, what's the messiest dating situation you've ever been in? Oh, God. <laughs> How much time we got? As much as you want. As much as you want. I'm sorry. Then you could go first. <laughs> go ahead, so, Um, messiest. I mean, I would just think my most recent situation. Um, I don't know if it was messy, but it was just kind of like it just makes me more confident that like men really ain't shit. <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry for all the men that are good men, but the ones that I've encountered, I'll just say specifically the ones I've encountered, just they just ain't it. Um, so I was, I used to talk to this guy back in my freshman, sophomore year of college, I think. No, sorry, junior year. Um, we talked for a couple months, whatever, found out he met someone else. So we just stopped talking, right? Months, years later, I get, of course, a message like, hey, stranger, right? It should, that should be red flag number one. Just stay away from any of those messages because they Hipping never, head. right? They're never good. They're never, oh good. my God, I remember that. So, whatever, I fell back into the trap. You know, he was like, I'm gonna be in your town in a month or so. Like, like, let's link up, let's get a drink, whatever, whatever. I was like, okay, that's that'll be fun. A month goes by, we've been talking. The man invites me to a friend, like a friend trip. Like, we go away, we went to Maryland. For the weekend, I met all his friends, one of his best friends, his wife. Like, I literally met all his friends, right? So I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I've never done that before. I've never been asked to, like, go away with anybody. So I was nervous. But I was like, well, if you're inviting me, then this, you know, must be going somewhere or whatever. I didn't even get, I wasn't even home for 24 hours, like, when we got back. And I had a feeling like leaving the rich, the like the place. I just had a weird feeling that like something was off. I get back the next day. He tells me that he's getting back with his ex. So I'm just like, 
so why didn't you invite your ex to this little trip like why would you bring me like why would you get me involved why would you meet make me meet these people like you know stay with these people spend a weekend with you the only good thing that came out of that whole trip because it was fun I didn't have to pay for nothing I didn't pay for nothing I didn't pay for the Airbnb none of the activities we did so I didn't worry about that part but it was just like not even 24 hours that I see you and you already were like you already must have had that in your head like that you were going to get back with this person yeah so it's just like, like there it was already ha- it was still happening while right. you were talking in my mind before. it was like okay you either already with her or right. you already made up your mind that you were going to get back with her Mm-hmm. So, like what changed from one day to the next after we just had this date together right yeah it was probably before right it had to and, be. you know he already invited you and stuff right so mess that was, to me was messy there was a lot of other stuff going on. and i met like his whole family like i literally yeah, met intense. yes Actually. i met his family his family would love me they're already like yo don't let this girl go like all this stuff he would tell me and i'm like wow you know then i met his friends and then literally I woke up the next day and he was like, we got to talk. Mm. That's how you know. <clears throat> Not going anywhere. That, that's right there. You just got to be like, oh my God. Right. You just, <laughs> you just know, yeah. Or it's like, we, we got to talk. Le- no, we're going to mm-hmm. talk right now. We got to talk later. We have to talk right now. Not, not with the anxiety. Nah, he's like, I can't wait. Hello. I'm going to think about all these scenarios. We bringing this up right now. We talking about it. Right. Do not ruin my entire work day. I hated when that used to happen to me. Oh my God. It literally would ruin my whole day until I had managed to cope with it. Yeah. So. Wait, so what, after the conversation, did you just say like, all right, good luck? I a nice long message because he didn't even have the nerve to have a conversation with me text. Said I'm a nice lengthy conversation, never to contact me ever again delete my number never let me know when you're back in my town my hood don't care you know i wish you all the best really don't. And, That's a lot. Um, yeah <laughs> so yeah i've never heard from him again it's he funny because that's a lot he's it's like i wish you the best when really you're like i don't give a fuck what happens to you yeah. i don't I wish know. you any bad but i don't wish you the best right that's my most recent message <laughs> did he respond though to that or no oh, of course not Ugh. that's crazy no at least you know it ain't worth it i just had to let it off my chest i just had i, I know that. he read it so that's all that mattered that I, that's gonna sit with you so that's it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a bigger and better thing yeah. mm-hmm. i still can't believe people be doing doing stuff like shit like that in like text like i'm not even a texter but if i'm gonna like have a difficult conversation, I'm gonna call you and or video chat you or see you in person, like depending on the restrictions of COVID because that exists now. But like, I'm not just gonna text you like, come on, bro. I mean, it's a real thing that people still don't know how to, these types of conversations can be seen as very difficult. And so not everybody can have these conversations. And I think that sometimes it can bring on a lot of anxiety for people, whether or not they are doing something that seems like it's going to hurt the other person or could be hurtful to them, right? Because it's like, I can have anxieties about like having this difficult conversation because ultimately like, I don't want to hurt this person, but I know that I am. So I don't know how to face that. And so like, when we're talking about like not dealing with that type of shit, you end up having things like people text, people not wanting to be there because ultimately like, 
who knows how he really felt like it was a shitty thing that he did that but he probably felt like it was maybe shittier to not have to like have canceled on you but in your mind maybe that was better right than having you come to the trip and bring everybody but I think that not everybody knows how to communicate effectively and that's not something that we're necessarily taught Mm -hmm. even though we think that that's something that we should be doing but I also think like it's actually you've said this a couple of times, CEO. That explains it. That don't excuse the shit though. No, yeah, I know, I know. So, but just to no, but it doesn't you know bring up another thought. No, you know, because no. I'm gonna bring that's the, the empath in you. I'm gonna bring this other half of the conversation, <laughs> right? Because it ain't always one sided. Yeah, I mean to go on that trip. Just so y'all know, I went in the freaking snowstorm. Four oh my hours. God this trip four hours who yeah. drove honestly i who drove like i oh wow alone I, yes because he was already like there like closer and then i drove in a storm wow that's crazy oh, yeah, yeah i think that yeah. was shitty like he you yeah. wasted your gas going there just for him to that to me that just feels like i'm gonna do what's convenient for me right now because technically I haven't told her something that I already know. So I'm going to do what's convenient, bring her because obviously he still likes you and he probably enjoys being around you. Um, And then, you know, wait for you to leave when he doesn't have to have the conversation in person. And that to me, that's like cowardly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the other side too. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody else want to share? I won't share my messiest. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's like a book in itself. And um, maybe one day because it's, a, it's your one second to one. It's your, definitely your second messiest. Yeah, it's not my second messiest. Okay, cool. This was um, kind of after like, was this during? Co- it was like during college, after college. It kind of went on for a really long time. This was like more of a kind of situation that just just went on for way too long right so I had a friend in college and we he was like interested in me for a while and we deaded that I let him know that I was not but um then we remained friends right so we remained friends and we're on the same campus and then one day we kind of stopped talking but then one day we reconnected so then we reconnect we hang out he's still cool like you know he has a girlfriend I am single living my life and we just hang out all the time then you know things just go to the left basically and like it, it was explained to me as it, it was something that he needed to do because, you know, there was infidelity in his relationship. So he wanted to kind of get back at this person um, with someone that he really cared about. You know, how they catch you. It's like somebody I really care about. And you know, I'm do it. I'm so do he it. was using you. It has to be, it has to be with you. Right. Obviously, and, and I was mm. like, no. And then I was like, yeah, why not? Stupid. So got into that trap and obviously that messes things up because we were kind of like, yeah, we're just friends. That's not going to happen. Happens a million more times. Then feelings get involved. I moved back to New York. Then I moved back to Connecticut. Now it's, you know, 
just messy, just messy because now there's blurred lines. I know that this person is with someone else. I know that they kind of disguise it as we're just really good friends that happen to do things that we're not supposed to do sometimes. But then the next day we're like, yeah, we're going to hang out. We're going to go get Shake Shack and do all this stuff together. Why not? Because we're just friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of just went on for a long ass time. Like literally, I don't even know. I, I do know how it ended because he had to literally put a stop to it. Cause I think that I got way too into it. Like at some point, this person's telling you like they have all these problems in their relationship and you're like, okay, well, obviously they're here and they're with me. So that tells me that you want to be with me. So I'm just going to sit here and chill until you finally decide that this is what you're really going to do. And that never came. Um, and it was just like a hard kind of stop. And like, we literally had to stop talking to each other. We did not communicate at all. And it was hard because I also just used to hang out with this person just I think it was just way too blurred. And I remember calling CO in the bathroom, <laughs> literally like bawling my eyes out because I'm like, oh my God, I just saw something on Instagram. Not even, was it? I don't even know if it was Instagram or Snapchat or what it was back then. Just like things that I already knew, but like seeing it happening was just like, oh, this is real. Yeah. This is really happening. To see and someone that you care about with somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Even though you already knew that they were with them, but it's like, exactly. why do you look happy? You said you weren't happy. Why? Why do you look happy, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> because people lie, you know, yeah. to themselves. It's a liar. Yeah, just to look good. Yeah, I think people also just are selfish sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think people and... are selfish. They do what's convenient for them. I think that also that things happen and you either learn from them or you don't. Mm. And I think God kind of taught me the same lesson twice, I will say. <laughs> and I've learned my lesson, just spinning that out there. <laughs> she learned, guys. She learned, she learned, y'all. She learned. She learned. Sometimes oh, it takes more than once. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it takes twice or three or four or five times. I mean, you know? Yeah. I'm good. I got it. You got it? You got it. <laughs> you got it. Sometimes you just get it. Mackenzie? Yeah, on my end, for those of y'all that know me, I've been in a lot of messy situations. <laughs> um, yeah, my is kind of my messiness and me being the main character probably ended around like 2019. So it's been like a year and a half or whatever since I've had a clean slate. Uh, and so that in my clean fresh, slate, fresh start. Fresh, Fresh, my fresh, fresh newborn start. self. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, I hear you. So I'll tell y'all a story of how I got God in my new newborn life. You know? <laughs> okay. And so from the story, I've learned that if you're talking to somebody, you need to ask them, not only are they seeing someone, but is someone seeing them? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. people will tell you no. That's valid, yeah. though. That's valid. People will tell you no, but then somebody thinks that they're in a relationship with you, and it gets complicated. It gets complicated, right? All right, so. That's crazy. I gotta write that down. I gotta write that down. Exactly, yo. I gotta write that shit down. You gotta ask. You gotta ask. <laughs> so I took, I took someone out. It was like a bowling alley or whatever. And we had like wild 
fun. It was real good vibes. Um, and so then it's like maybe like two hours later and we're coming out and I was about to drive her home. And then all of a sudden I hear like this screaming or whatever and like this yelling. I was like, oh my God, there must be a bad fight someplace, right? <laughs> and then I turn around and this other person has hopped out this car with like a knife and is like yelling to the person that I was with, right? Oh my God, not a And knife. so I couldn't understand a knife, oh. a weapon. God. A weapon. Okay, I'm scared now. Yeah, and so I was looking at her like, is this person is this person talking to you? <laughs> like, I was like, are you getting in the car or what like, is this really happening right now? I don't understand. And then they go off to the side and they're like arguing and stuff. And so I'm looking at this situation and I'm laughing because I knew that I should have asked this question. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was like, this was going too well. And they're over here arguing, like apparently that was the ex or they're still dating or and all this stuff and why is this person out with me <clears throat> the person with the knife I probably should have been a bit more serious in the situation it was like <laughs> what are you laughing at and I was like girl you because what is going I was like you look crazy right now like you I would have left <laughs> right exactly like bye you are crazy I should have left but she drove like so oh, wow. I did, yeah. <laughs> That's why you always drive. That's why you take your own vehicle as well. That's rule number one. Always bring your take your own vehicle. So wait, so you got back in the car with her, and she drove you home after this person. (laughs) Girl, how was I gonna get home? (laughs) Uber, Uber everywhere. I guess I could have. I guess I could (laughs) have. Soon as the knife came out, I would have been on my phone. Oh my god! Three's three's a crowd. Let me get out of here. I'm Wait, so the fuck out. So what would what did the knife wielding person do? Uh, well, she they were arguing about. I mean, apparently she wasn't supposed to be out and they're dating, and so why is she out with me? And so I was laughing. So she was like, "What are you laughing at?" And I was like, "You." I was like, "You look crazy right now." And she was like, "She was like, well, if you want her, you can have her." And I was like, "I know that. Look at where she at right now. Like she's right here with me. I know that. I really should. I don't know why I wasn't scared. I don't know why I wasn't nervous." Right. I guess how the person looked, it didn't look like they was a bad <laughs> Honestly, Mac, I just feel like I've seen her in situations where where it's like heavy and she'd just be like, Oh, I Y'all saw me sit down at Liquid Sundays, right? right. I don't think I'm just like, about to say, just to about come on the phone talking to who know who. Why everybody else <laughs> about to play and get escorted out. Yeah. So that was the end of that. Never talk. I mean, that one I deaded, ghosted. That was the end of that. Did she explain like the situation? Or no. Apologize. Mm-mm. What was that conversation like in the car? Um, <laughs> what was the car ride home like? Conversation. She was like, "Oh, like she's bugging." Uh, uh, uh. And at that point, I was on my phone. I was like, "Okay, girl. Like I don't know what's going on." The lead number. I was like, "Please drop me off." <laughs> Drop <laughs> me off at the corner, not even at my house. I don't want yeah. you to no for yeah, real. Thank you. Thank you. Stop. That's crazy. That is I nice. just love how calm you tell the story because that is insane. <laughs> and it was like it was like um like her mom's kitchen knife or something. Like it had the wood. Oh the wood oh and the all steak that. knife. The yes. steak knife. Wood handle. Oh my god. And I was like, this looks like 
a domestic violence situation that I don't need to be a part of. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. That's that's the the, <laughs> the messy part of it. So always ask those two questions and drive your yeah, own car. That was, I like that. And drive your own car. I like the drive your own car or, or have your own transportation. That's real though, especially for like, for when you're meeting someone off online mm-hmm. and you've never met them before. Yep. Always have your own transportation. And just sure. if a day is not going well, you know that you could just get in your car and go. You don't have to drive with them in awkward silence or nothing right also a lot of bars now i actually just saw this uh the bar that we went to co the the bar that's owned by the the gay short man he's mad cool the food was really delicious you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so that uh bar actually in the bathrooms um has a sign that basically says hey if you're in a if you're this i'm I'm not laughing i feel like we talked about (laughs) But no, if you are in so, you laughing, Brenda, or no? No, 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 I'm not laughing because it's not a laughing matter. But if you're in a situation where you feel like you're basically you're unsafe and you want to get away from the person, like you can tell the bartender, like, I want to order this and they will put you in an Uber. Oh, oh, and they will like make sure that that person doesn't come after you. I'm like, yo, that's that's actually really smart. smart. Yeah, good. I know that that like I'm taking I'm making it more serious, but you know. But more places should do that. Mm-hmm. It's the reality of the world. I think that a lot of people date online. Sometimes you meet people off Instagram or apps or through a friend, and it's just not as traditional anymore. And those things mm-hmm. need to be put in place. Mm-hmm. What about you, CEO? Hmm. <laughs> why why out of all the questions i had to i had to i had to have a story for this one um you <laughs> so the craziest um dating situation that i could really remember i mean there's some nasty ones that probably required help right um some pretty toxic shit but aside from that um I pretty much caused this messy situation but I guess there's never really an excuse to be really aggressive like physically right in public at least even um so what happened was is that it was my birthday celebration I forgot what happened I was um we were in Van Dome, actually. I don't know. Remember who was there? I, I was there. Manny was That's there. I was there too. I, I was told that. Let me get my drink. I was definitely Yo, there. <laughs> that was the day I found out that y'all were dating. Oh my gosh! I, I had assumed. I don't even have anything. Yet, I had assumed wrongfully the person as the person that I was at that point. I would assumed that you just dated men, and. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> but you know, I, I've grown, y'all. I've grown not to assume shit and let people be who they are because sexuality is fluid. Yeah, and I'm—I mean, at that point, I think like I was still not really comfortable with coming out, and there was just a lot of like shame in that, and I think a lot of issues in that relationship stemmed from that. But aside from that, um, so we, it was my birthday, actually. I think it was my birthday, right? I think, I think so. Okay. I, I, there's a picture somewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. We were in Van Dome and there was a, a guy there that I used to talk to. 
and we were just talking flirting I guess that's part of my you know that was me during that time and um it escalated when we were trying to exchange numbers again because I don't know we had lost touch I guess that person is now married and you know living his life (laughs) it's crazy to think how time changes or over over time things change right so I went to go get my phone and when I When I went to go back to the guy, the person that I was seeing at the moment, she grabbed my hand. My phone flew out of my hand. This is how I remember the story. Granted, there could be different versions, but this is my version. And um, my phone flew. She was bugging out, like screaming on the dance floor. Not bugging out. She was, you know, emotional. And that, that was normal because... You know, if you're seeing someone that you're talking to, flirting with another person, that's kind of like an emotional response, right? But it doesn't excuse the the reaction in which and, and the kind of scene that it, it didn't it we could have potentially waited to have this discussion, you know, in a different manner. But at the time <clears throat> things were different. But um, you know, I caused that emotional response. And that was one of the crazier moments because at that point, like none of our friends knew that we were together or seeing each other or unofficially seeing each other, however you want to identify that. And then everything was like, surprise. (gasps) This is us. Surprise. (laughs) I remember that night. Oh my gosh. I just remember being in the car with them afterwards and I was just like, Oh shit, this makes so much sense. <laughs> like, oh. I mean the 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 uh you know the other part the other parts of it, like um not including the other parts of it, but just the fact that it was like the realization, like having a conversation. Yeah. Cause me, me, you and her, we used to spend a lot of time together, CEO. And I never mm-hmm. realized that until that night. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I always knew I was just waiting to kind of be told because I was just like all right this is I, I don't know this is like real friendly I started, I started questioning my own friendships I'm like Am I to, should I be like this or you want to see me right now oh that's funny but that, that is also, funny but that also it's like it also talks about I feel like I'm always making shit serious that also like uh kind of <laughs> acknowledges the fact that we think of romantic relationships and platonic relationships on two different levels. Like my platonic relationships with my friends are just as important as the relationship I share with my partner. And I made that so clear to him and he respected that. And that's one of the things that I love about him. Like he literally knows that I will do anything for my friends. Like the people that I truly consider my friends, like I love them in a different way, but just as much as I love him. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so yeah. I think that um that yeah that definitely informs the way that we like look at like the relationships between friends and and, and partners because we're like oh this per- these people can't be partners you know because or or I shouldn't be this way with my friends because that's only something you reserve for partners mm. so. 
Yeah, because in all actuality, right, like when you, at least when I think of my partner, I also think of a best friend, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that having a foundation in a friendship prior to, you know, maybe a romantic relationship sometimes can heighten the experience and or create a space where it's okay to be there about any decisions moving forward that you guys decided to take, right? Because I feel like we don't, we always see like people that we're in relationships with romantically as people that we can never talk to again. And I think that that's sometimes mm-hmm. unrealistic for some yeah. people. And I think often we prevent ourselves from experiencing a platonic relationship that was once romantic in a way where you can also experience love, which I think in the bot, like the bottom line is that we all want to experience love. And I think whether yeah. that's in a romantic or a platonic relationships, it could still be fulfilling. But some people are yeah. just very black and white and they're like, no, I don't want to do because I've had this conversation with some people and they're like, yeah, but if I'm not with you anymore, like I'm done, like it's very black and white. But for me, it, it doesn't always need to be that way. I, I don't know. It's, no, I it's unconventional. It's unconventional for some people. Honestly, like I literally asked, I asked my current partner's ex-partner to be part of a birthday video. Like, I feel like so, that's, I don't know. Because they were friends, you know, yeah. they were friends. So I reached out to her because she was still a friend of his. So it's like, I don't want to make her feel excluded because they were ex-partners. And I, I trust my partner enough to know that what he's telling me is true, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So, and I would hope that he wouldn't violate that trust. So yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you, but me, it's that, like, well, what do you, what do you guys still have to talk about? Like if there was, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's just like, I think that I'm on the other, I'm on the other like extreme side. Like I want to be there. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. be there, but I don't, I just don't think I ever can be. And maybe that'll change. I just, in my mind, I'm just wondering if there's still conversations to be had. Like, yes, you're friends, but I, and I, I guess it's like how friendly, like I'll like your picture on Instagram friendly or like mm-hmm. you're texting about a funny joke because that, that doesn't sit right with me. And you know what it is too? That's also kind of like trauma from previous relationships too. And like, I say that because I also experienced that. Like people, like, uh, I feel like my, my ex, like he was a fucking piece of shit that couldn't be trusted mm. right so i think that all the people that i dated after him and even i didn't date for a while after him because of the fact that i was just like i didn't trust men period and that's who i was dating at the moment i was dating men so like so it's like any type of 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 thing that would make me feel insecure i was just like yo i don't that's not cool with me. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't like the fact that you're talking to your ex and that's just not something that I'm comfortable with. But then I began to think of like the relationships that I had with some, the non-toxic exes, the, the people that I had dated before that I became friends with. And I'm like, yo, like I talk to them about regular shit and I literally have no interest in them at all. And even if I did, I'm choosing to be with the person that I'm with and I'm not going to violate any boundaries because I'm choosing to be with the person that I'm with. So that's the, I think that the, when I started to think that way, 
not to say that I don't get jealous, because my ass still gets jealous. And <laughs> that little crazy streak be coming out sometimes, and I'd be like, oh, mm. bitch, mm-hmm. you need to pull that in, because that's really <laughs> fucking toxic, and that's something you need to deal with that has nothing to do with him. But <laughs> that's, not to, that's not to say that, like, you know, that I try to look at it that way, right? I like, I, I, at the end of the day, I'm putting my trust in this person. This person's telling me that this person is just a friend. That's what I'm going to believe unless they prove me otherwise or they show me otherwise. But that's definitely a hard place to be consistently in because, mm-hmm. like I said, I also get jealous and have my, my moments when I'm like, what's happening over there? but i gotta check myself and i gotta sit with the jealousy because jealousy is normal i feel it happens yeah it is you could be Mm -hmm. the most confident person in the fucking world but you are always going to experience jealousy it's just like what is it that you do with it what do you choose to do with that shit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and realizing if it's a problem for them or a problem for you so sometimes it it could be a problem for them because they might be doing some fuck shit but if they're mm-hmm. not, it might just be a That's the you. shit, exactly. But Being the thing is, it's like, between that. that's the hard part. Yes, some people just feel naturally that it's always some fuck shit, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not always some fuck shit. Like you could genuinely be, have resolved your issues and feel like you've overcome them and move forward and, you know, just, that's valid. I don't know. Yeah. So I, so I guess I'll end my, my, the wrap up this uh, question with my messy situation. I feel like my, one of my ex-boyfriends was just like six years of messy fucking situations, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, not just on his part, because he was a dick, but also, I also did some fuck shit because I was like, I was, I was not in the mentality where I was like, you know what? I deserve better. I need to move on. I was in the mentality like he did this to me. I'm going to do it to him type of situation. And you know, vengeance is also a valid emotion or a, a valid it's valid to want to have vengeance. I think it's just learning that, you know what, that's not ultimately going to fulfill anything for you. And I need to remove myself from the situation, but I'm going to tell y'all one of the many, many messy fucking situations with this individual. <laughs> excited. So I used to work at a restaurant, <clears throat> two restaurants. It was my restaurant and there was a restaurant next door. So I was with my ex-boyfriend and uh, he was on some fuck shit, you know, making me look like a fucking fool. Um, Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Essentially, uh, he was messing with his sister's best friend. And this... Disgusting. 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 And this person um, was essentially trying to infiltrate my life. Like, it just created a whole bunch of drama for me, honestly. He was messing with this girl, and then this girl was, like, trying to be friends with my friends. It it was messy. She messaged him on, like, social media back then. It was MySpace. It was a whole thing. And anyway, he was like, oh, I'm done with her. I'm like, okay. But I'm, but then but then all of a sudden there was like pop-ups again. I'm like, okay, you're not done with her. So I was like, you know what? I'm working at this restaurant and this man is trying to get with me. He was attractive, real attractive. And I was just like, okay, bro. And I was like, and I get to see you during work hours. You know, the freezer was on and popping. Anyway, so <laughs> it's going so serious. I know it sounds crazy, but that's what it was. <clears throat> So anyway, so um, 
Come to find out, not only was my ex messy, this gentleman was also fucking messy. So uh, apparently he, when he, he started working at my restaurant, but he also used to work at the restaurant next door. So one day he's like, yo, you know, lunch, let's not eat lunch here. Let's go to the restaurant next door. So I go to the restaurant next door. And apparently one of the girls there he was talking to, he was dating, right? But she had no idea who I was. So he took disrespectful. me there. Disrespectful. He took me there respectful. trying to get the discount as like the discount from her. He requested the her as discount a from her. He requested her as a waitress, sis. Wow. What did he, he really think was gonna happen? I don't understand. I don't Honestly, I, I to this day I feel like I didn't know how to communicate as well back then. I was very, very young. So I didn't ask him any like questions. I was just like deuces. Like I didn't want to have a conversation, nothing. I was just like after I realized what was happening, I was just like, I'm done with this. I got my own messy situation at home, and now to bring this in, you know, I'm cheating on my I'm cheating on my current boyfriend, and then also I'm involved in this. <laughs> Oh, wow. You needed to ask the question Mackenzie asked. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Does somebody else think that you're dating them? Exactly. That's actually, (laughs) listen, you know, full circle. I love this. Mm -hmm. But anyway, long story short, Shorty comes to the table and looks flabbergasted. Literally. And the fact that he had the fucking audacity to ask her to include the discount. Was absolutely fucking yeah. ridiculous. And he's he cheap on top of it. Like, so he's cheap. And a liar. He's, he's a ah. Uh, it was just a hot ass mess. Did you eat there? <laughs> you know, I, I I stayed there for a little bit. Not gonna lie, okay. I stayed there. I ate my food, and okay. then when we got back to my our restaurant, I was just like, <laughs> "All right, so this is messy." So to top it all off, that same day. That same day, right? I left because I had a more I had the morning, early afternoon shift. And then I came back because I was like, oh, I want to get dinner. So sometimes the the restaurant I was working at was very flexible in terms of like being able to get like food. I come back and he gives me all these extras. And then my boyfriend, he's like, yo, why he giving you all these extras? <laughs> so it was just a messy situation that I never, ever, ever want to be in again. But that's that. that was- like double messy like you were trying to get away from a mess and you just walked into a whole other mess but to this day like and and a few years after that i actually saw him in in the mall and apparently he went to the army and i was like good for you boo good for for you look at you doing something with your life go ahead they let him in yeah, I mean, his 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 fuckboy shit. Even though I was doing some fuck shit too, so I'm like, it's kind of conflicting because I was doing fuck shit, but as a result of somebody else doing fuck shit, it was just a complicated, messy ass fucking situation. So, and it's just like men are trash because somebody forced you to do that. That man forced you to do that. You know what? Mm-hmm. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's right. <laughs> nah. Come see you. Here comes right. you. No. Oh, good. Devil advocate. No. Okay. Turn her mic off. <laughs> you disrespectful. This is my show. Get off. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. It's my show too. Y'all don't gotta get off. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. But you, I'm knew, just kidding. you knew my ex, yo. You know he was trash. He okay, but 
that don't mean that you got to blame somebody else for your own actions. You're valid. You're valid. But I still don't feel sorry for it. I will say I grew, but I don't. You don't have to. That's okay. Nothing. But like I said, I would never do that to anybody else. I think that if that was, I was in that situation, I would remove myself from it. I don't know what would happen between me finding out and me removing myself from the situation. <laughs> but I would remove myself from the situation, you know, and then, you know, be on my merry way, deal with my emotions and whatever. Move on. I love it. Yeah. But, you know, that's that on that. Anyway, that brings us on to our next segment. Our hashtag our crush Wednesday. Women Crush Wednesday. So um, our Women Crush Wednesdays are two individuals. And they are the owners of the Homegirl Box. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Woo woo. I love but, that. Uh, they are, and I may be pronouncing their names incorrectly. So Brenda, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Brittany, Brittany Brathwaite. I think and, you know her actually. Yeah, no, I know her. So yes. Yeah, so her and I actually went to school together. We went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that she knows and say her name for me. Michalina Ferreira. Michalina Ferreira. And she's one of your sorority sisters, right? Yeah, she's dope. So um, as a homage to their sisterhoods and sisterhood within women of color, Brooklynites, social activists, and best friends, Mickey Ferreira and Brittany Brathwaite created the homegirl box the quarterly gift box contains items inspired by revolutionary women of color like Frida Kahlo and Asha each box includes four to five clothing three card I haven't ordered one of their boxes yet by the way I have three of um, them the I box was see how many well when was the last time they released a box? Um, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I know that they try to release a new one um, every six months. So usually they do two new, two new ones every year, from my understanding. Okay. I know that they also change depending on, like, they might do new campaigns. They just did a campaign uh, dedicated to uh, Black writers. So, like, okay. Octavia, Octavia Butler was part of that, and it was just T-shirts. So I think it, it varies depending on, on what ideas they come up with. Okay. Well, the box was created not only as a means of celebrating iconic women, but also as a means for women to remind their friends or themselves of their power and purpose. As they say, small acts of love for the revolution. They also stay talking about the power of sisterhood in the communities working and what it means to show up for each other in a real way. The homegirl box <clears throat> gives voice and to the vision of the world we want to live in. A world where women are celebrated for their superpowers and acknowledged for all of who they are. In a short excerpt from their website, they quote, well, well, we'll quote their website. <laughs> we are fueled by our ancestors, graffiti, movement, work, curvy girl fashion, glitter, and of course, sisterhood. Brittany's homegirl muses are Shirley Chisholm, Zora Audrey Lord. Shirley Chisholm, Zora Neale, 
Hurston and Lauren Hill, while Mickey embodies Frida Kahlo, Ella Baker, Asada Shakur, and Missy Elliott. Shout out to them in the homegirl box. Put in your orders. Yes. We're gonna put um we'll link them. We'll, we'll plug their their Instagram. So for anyone who's interested. And uh I actually have the Asada Shakur box, the Shirley Chisholm and the Frida Kahlo boxes, and they were dope. And the great thing about them too is they're really intentional about who they get their items from. So they work with other small businesses uh owned by uh femmes of color. So Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it is. It's really, really dope. And honestly, like every single box that I've gotten, I've loved. So Oh, that's great. Yeah. And um, I know that they're also like really involved in like social justice. So they kind of blend their, uh, their ideas with that. And if I'm not mistaken, they just recently became a, a woman cooperative, which essentially means that there's multiple women that own essentially almost like shares, right? Mm-hmm. But a more community-based type of uh, structure, um, okay. Business because the business has become so big. Like they've been featured in like tons of like the Huffing, uh, the Huff Post has made a, has done a. Oh, a that's so on. wonderful. Yeah, I, love- I think yes, also Pero awesome. Like did something on them too. So you know, shout out. To okay, them. shout out to them, Mickey and Brittany. Get your homegirl box, everybody. Yes. All right. So before we wrap up, uh, we want to give. Mac, Yesenia, Mac, Senya, and Nani an opportunity to say any last words. Thanks for having us, y'all. This was dope. Great conversation. It's always good to just catch up, talk to achievement, learn a little more about each other. Right. I definitely need you to send me those two questions to always open up my future. Exactly. Send the group text right now. Yes, in the chat. But it was yes, fun. This was fun. Thank you for having us. Love it. Love it. Y'all definitely welcome back. Um, and course. as always, thank you uh, for joining us for another episode of Better Why Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Better Why with two Y's podcast and like rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to. Anyway, y'all have a great night. Buenas noches. Bye. Diaz out.